It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I'm, I'm freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, it's a War Report Wednesday. Welcome on into Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Uh, thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first listen Every single day, C-Dub, Mike G with the War Report. Gentlemen, it has been a crazy week since we last talked. How we doing? I think we're all right, Zach. Uh, <laughs> lots of developments. Uh, so we'll see We'll see how things pan out over the next few weeks. And we got a game. We got one more game. Yeah, yeah. That just feels forever away. But yeah, we'll talk yeah. about the Birmingham Bowl uh, towards the end of the show if we have time. But news coming out of Auburn Tuesday afternoon that uh, that Brian Harson is is moving on from the Zach Hill situation. We've talked about it a little bit here on the show, but sounds like he had an offer in hand. Zach Hill, the offensive coordinator at Arizona State, had an offer in hand this past Thursday. Sounds like it was in the ballpark of about a million dollars a year with bonuses possibly get up to 1.3. That was reported by Justin Hokinson of AuburnLive.com. But Auburn's compliance department, rightfully so, wanted to make sure that he wasn't tied up with all of the the scandalous stuff that's happening over at Arizona State. They needed uh, Arizona State's compliance to kind of go along with it. They didn't seem too interested in doing that. And so uh, they're moving on. It's taken too long. Brian Harson saying, hey, we are moving on. And so we get a reset with the offensive coordinator search for the Tigers. Y'all's thoughts on that? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I'll be honest with you, because for most of most of the past few days, it's been mixed reactions about Zach Hill. Period. Sure. Uh, there have been people who felt like, "Hey, this is Harson going after his guy, someone that he knows, someone that he feels comfortable with, has history with, knows what Harson wants to do." And then there are people who looked up Zach Hill and looked up his stats this year and says, I don't want the guy. And so it's been kind of a mixed bag in terms of response to this. A lot of people are relieved uh, from what I'm hearing that that Harson's moving on to someone else. I just want someone who can just score in both halves, like, you know, get out on an opponent and actually score a touchdown in the second half or yeah. two or three. Like, I would like that. I, I don't. Whoever Harson gets, I just want someone who can put together four quarters of offensive output. That's sure. all I want. Sure. Mike G, your your thoughts on this situation. Uh listen, whoever he's got, it just it just has to work. I know that's not the sexy answer, but uh after what happened last year, he's an offensive head coach. So bringing somebody in that he shares offensive philosophies and visions with was more important than going out and getting some big name. Yeah. Now, a lot of people wanted the sexy hire. You know, the, the truth is, is we have to we have to change the narrative around 
coaching at Auburn. So it does become the sexy job if you want to go get the sexy hire. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there have been things coming out today uh, about, you know, uh, them possibly being in contact with Joe Brady and some other people. It just all that matters is, is that he's got a vision of offense. He needs somebody who can come in here and help him execute his vision of offense and take the players that we have and find a version of that vision that can be successful with the personnel that we have. Guys, I want to be real about the Joe Brady thing. I know he was incredible at LSU and he was kind of seen as the the hot up and coming offensive minded coach. It shocked a lot of people when the Carolina Panthers let him go this past Sunday, but I don't think it's a fit. I don't think he has a a Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase type situation that he can walk into. And this is a guy that doesn't like to recruit. That's kind of been the thing is like, okay, he'll scheme you open, but he doesn't want to develop, you know, he doesn't want to go out and get the talent. And I just, while it could be nice from a play calling standpoint, I don't think that's what Auburn needs right now. I think the more important thing is they need to get more talented dudes on this roster And, you know, I'm sure Joe Brady can play the card of, hey, yeah, I'm really great. You can come play in my offense. But also, on the flip side of it, if we get a guy like Joe Brady at Auburn, I just don't think he's in it for the long haul. And so, like, recruiting is going to become even less important to him because you know he's going to be looking for a, a head coaching job somewhere or maybe go back to the NFL. I don't think the Joe Brady thing, it's fun, it's sexy, it's exciting, but I don't think it's the best fit for what we need right now. Yeah. Listen, this will satisfy a lot of Auburn fans if if Auburn was to announce Joe Brady as as the hire. Yeah, people would because be jazzed. It, yeah. People, because we know Joe Brady by 2019 when LSU put up historic numbers. Right. Joe Joe Burrow was, was uh, amazing, and he had – they sent so many guys to the NFL off of that team alone. But I agree with you. I I agree with you because I think one of the areas that hasn't been the most stable on this football team has been the offensive side of the football. And Harson is coming in to remedy that. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be some stability on that side of the ball, because even though Harson's an offensive mind, he's still the head coach and has to entrust his offensive coordinator with QB development, and actually building an offense around the players. And so we talk about the need to go and recruit offensive linemen, receivers, skilled guys who can run what Harson wants. The OC has to be a part of that picture. And that is something in the back of your mind you have to worry about with uh, Joe Brady is, does he want to get back? And matter of fact, I mean, he spent more time in the league than he has in college. Only one year in college football, so does he want to get back to prove that he can be an OC at the next level? I'm pretty sure the answer is yes, right. but you just never know. Um, and I think for that position, that's a very important position. And I've said it before, this is Harson's most important hire, perhaps, of his career. So you want someone who's going to at least be here long enough to at least have some success and build a culture on the offensive side of the, offensive side of the ball where when he leaves, other guys want to come in and take up the mantle. Yeah, Mike G, what do you think about the time frame of all of this? It's been a little over a week now, and obviously, if if the reports are true, which I believe Hokinson's report to be true, is, okay, you know, he fires Bobo on Monday, 
he offers Zach Hill just three days later on that Thursday. So you got to think, okay, he had this in mind when he pulled the trigger. You just have to assume that. Um, uh, no? No, go ahead. You, you don't think you have to assume that? No, no, no. I I, I do think that's a, a safe assumption, actually. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah. So do you think do you think he had, like, a top group of, okay, if, if Zach says no, I'm going to go with this guy. Do you think that's the person who got the call today? Uh, yes and no, right? Uh, it, I think it was clear at this point that Zach Hill was the number one choice. Right. Um, it was somebody from the Harson coaching tree. I don't think it just, it checked a lot of boxes. So it was definitely the least amount of work. I've stated it publicly before. I'll state it again. I think it's more important that he goes out and he gets his guy than he gets the guy. Uh, because ultimately he's responsible for the, the vision and the direction of this offense. So you need somebody who can come in and execute that. Uh, beyond that, the timing, you know, once once your plan A falls through, it's now even more important that he gets his guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm okay with it taking a little bit more time to make sure that you vet the candidates. If he goes out and he gets somebody like Joe Brady, uh, so be it. I assume that part of the interview process will be Yo, here's what we're looking for. Can you commit to this? And I'll tell you, if he skips out after a year, it's probably because we had a really good year, which Harson will take. So, um, in, totally. in the immediate, in the in the immediate, it's more important that this coach wins games next year, um, so that there is a year after that for him. Right. Uh, and uh, he's got to take this group here, man, and do something special or better than we did uh in 2021 and 2022 so the timing the timing it's never a good time to be in need of an offensive coordinator it's always an inconvenient time so uh what good time is there really you know uh after spring before spring there are are negatives to all of it he just has to get this right Mm -hmm. and fortunately again he's an offensive head coach so it's going to be his vision no matter what and that will put some of your recruits' mind at ease that whoever you go out and get is going to be executing that vision. Um, and, and it really just comes down after that to play calling. So uh, the timing sucks, man. Zach, it sucks. <laughs> uh, it's not a great time. Uh, early signing uh, day is next Wednesday, the 15th. So you've got seven days until – Recruits are going to start signing early, and then, you know, you've got some extra time to work on some kids. I think this staff is going to have some recruiting surprises, so surprise upsets this recruiting period. Everybody's freaking out about recruiting. Um, and I think it's going to go well. I think next Wednesday yeah. will go well for the Tigers. Yeah, I do. And then they have time after that, and then there's the portal. Yep. So we all just need to relax. He's, he needs to get this higher right. Right. Uh, and don't I, I'm stressing going fast is, is not the goal here. Get your you're an offensive head coach. Get your guy because you have to get you have to fix a lot of the problems you had this past year. You cannot take into 2022. Get your guy. Right. Yeah. Right. In just a moment, I'm going to ask both of you guys if you could pick one offensive coordinator as far as fit goes. Who would you pick if you were uh, if you were Harson and you had to make that decision? Today's show brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily college fantasy made easy. They have props all over the place. Whether you're watching football and it's total catches, total yards, 
total touchdowns for running backs or passing yards for quarterbacks. They've got everything. And you can mix and match these entries uh, across any sport that you want. So you can have Tom Brady passing yards with Steph Curry points on any given night, which is a ton of fun. But of course, they specialize in college fantasy, which you really can't find anywhere else. I was looking for it for years, and Prize Picks is absolutely nailing it. Go to prizepicks.com. When you make your first deposit, they will match your first deposit for 100% instant match for up to $100. All you have to do is use promo code LOCKED ON. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use promo code LOCKED ON or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Easy. C-Dub, Mike G, what's going on these days at the War Report? Go ahead, Mike. Ah, well, you know, we got a lot of things going. It is the offseason, and it's basketball season as well, too. So Auburn basketball is on fire. NET number 18 debut. Uh, We're covering basketball. We still got some interesting watch-the-film things we'll be doing all offseason. Head over to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, we're the War Report on all those platforms and uh, become an insider. Become a YouTube insider. We've got some great content for our insiders. We're also, Zach, yes. giving, away, giving away tickets Ooh. to the Birmingham Bowl. Wow, awesome. So, jump on over to the War Report and see how you can get tickets. We bought a gang of tickets to give away. So cool. uh, we gave away tickets to every home game this season. We're giving away uh, at least eight tickets to the Birmingham Bowl. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so tune in to the War Report. Check out all of that to see how you can win those tickets and get a lot of great Auburn sports information as well. All right, I teased it, guys. Um, Who do you think Auburn should go after now? If you had to make the call, I'll go first. I think it's Andy Ludwig. That would be my next call. Offensive coordinator for Utah. Led college football in three tight end sets. I think Auburn has the personnel to do exactly what he wants to do. I think the mindset of how they approach the offense, uh, Harson and Ludwig are similar. They want balance. They both show balance. I think it would make a whole lot of sense. What do you guys think? You stole my answer. Hey, we can say Zach. the same. We we can both have the correct answer, C Dub. I'm still gonna call you a thief for it. Though. That's fine. Mm. Um, no, the, mm. the, 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 I, I like Andy though. I really like Andy, and oh, I went first back name and basis. watched some games. You you yeah. and Andy are on a first name basis now. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, 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 yeah. He's a really good guy. He's okay. a really good guy. When you when you you know in call my head, him Andy. But wow. um, I I went I went back and watched the offenses, and yes like a mirror of what Brian Harson wants to do. Yeah. And and this guy coached Brian Harson, I believe. Uh he's been around Boise, Harson, he knows what Harson's vision is. He's actually doing it. Actually did a good job calling plays and I was impressed with how he just shredded Oregon's defense. Yes. Um I, I I like I like what I saw in that. And so Mason knows him. He knows how to coach around Mason's defense. So his offense actually blends with what Mason wants to do. Like to me, 
this is a fit based on the current coaching staff that they have. Right. And so I was leaning Zach Hill last week. I was like, oh, I think Zach Hill would be good. He's a fit. But as I watched more of Utah, I was like, Harson needs to go get this guy. Now, the caveat here is yes. I don't know if Ludwig wants to move again. Right. Um, I've heard it been said that he's pretty content at Utah. He's actually coached before at Utah. This is actually his second stint there. So he really likes Utah. I don't know if he's open to relocating across country. Maybe he'll do it for Harson. This isn't just anyone. This is Harson, right. someone that he knows well. So it's a possibility, but I do like Ludwig in terms of, again, I'm going for fit. At this point, someone needs to fit with what Harson wants to do and can run it without Harson having to micromanage or feel like he has to do more than he needs to in order to, for his vision to come to pass. Mike G, what are your thoughts? Give me a name. All right. All right. So one name, I, I Mike G, one name. I, I picked Utah to crush Oregon. <laughs> In our in our championship game, pickle. Yeah. So I I like Ludwig. I do, but I'm not gonna so, lie. So you're not on a first name with Andy, like C does. No, no, okay. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know him like that. So um, I do. It's okay. Of the <laughs> sure. names left on the list, right? And I'm going by. Uh, I'm going for the record. I'm going by Justin Hokinson's list, right? That's a good I list to like go he, by. Yeah, I, I feel like he's been all over this. Uh, OC search. He is and, killing uh, it. Not just COC yeah, search, nice. but everything. Like he's all yeah, over. Yeah, this, this man is sure. running circles around people out here. Uh, it's so crazy. Hokey pokey. If you can hear me, <laughs> love doing you. A great job. Love you so much. Um, uh, but uh, uh, J Hope says that we got Ponce from Appalachian State, uh, Grimes at Baylor. Mm-hmm. And Dale McGee still on this list with the caveat that Austin Davis might actually be in the running as well, too. Um, so Davis is I with think, the I Seahawks. I think Jake with the J-Boy show said Austin Davis. Yeah, like, I mean, and so yeah. if I got to pick one, if you're going to make me pick one name, I'm looking at that whole list. And I think I like Jeff Grimes. I like I like what I saw from Baylor offensively. Um, I think that might potentially be a good fit and being able to like, we need, we need a dynamic passing attack. Mm -hmm. We do in this league, you know, one dimensional offenses, it just gets really hard for you unless you're supremely talented and you can just out athlete the, uh, the other team. So, uh, this year we saw our great running backs struggle because we just could not get anything going through the air and teams didn't respect it. So load the box, stop the run, you know, dare them to beat you. Uh, in 2022, we've got to change the narrative. I think that Jeff Grimes could be the guy to change that. Um, there are some reasons to like these other guys on this list that, that, that Hokinson is reporting as well. Tell, too. tell me about Austin yeah. Davis. Tell me about him. I don't really know a whole lot of – he's in the NFL, right? Yeah, he's the quarterback's coach for the Seattle Seahawks right now. How long has he been there? Oh, that's a great question. I'll look that up while you're talking. Three seasons. Three seasons. Say he's, he's very young, too. Is he 30? Yeah, he's uh, three seasons mm. uh, with the Seahawks. Um, mm. He played quarterback at Southern Miss. Okay. And he threw 83 touchdowns during his playing career. So uh, he's played quarterback. He coaches quarterback. God knows that's an area of need for us is tutelage at quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, and, Does he have uh, any he eligibility could, could, left? 
Bad joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, wait, what? It was a bad. Um, it wasn't funny. That's fine. So I, I, I kind of like that hire. I like going the NFL route. I think that there's a potential, uh, really good recruiting pitch there. Yeah, having a guy who's coming down sure. uh, from that level and knowing what it takes. Uh, it's we the all know. Effect. Yeah, we all know the quarterback situation at Seattle, right? With Russell Wilson. So. Right. Um, it could be something really cool to, to, to pitch to recruits that, you know, have a guy that's been coaching Russell Wilson for the last three years, you know, now on the college level mm-hmm. saying, hey, you could be the next Russell Wilson. You may so, have a Russell Wilson on our roster right now. So. Wow. You're right. get people just, riled just, up. Just putting that, just, just putting yeah. that out there. Yeah, just I'm putting just that saying. Out there. Yeah. So um, yeah. I'm not so sure that it's that important that the OC is an ace recruiter. I think if you have guys on your squad that are ace recruiters, I think mm-hmm. that primarily uh, play calling is going to be the immediate need for this this team. Right. Um, and well, and, you, and I think could, uh, Hoke, our guy Hoke, put a report out there that Harson's leaning towards calling plays in um, you know moving forward. Which then I asked this question. I asked this question about whether this coach. I asked on our show about whether this coach might actually consider calling plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know. Harson calling plays would tell me that he understands the urgency of the situation. Exactly. And if yes. he's going to go down, he's going to go down doing it his way and not putting, because he, you know, I, I don't want to say he wasted the season, but if Bobo wasn't his guy, he wasted the season mm-hmm. implementing a, in somebody else's system or trying to mesh with somebody else's system. And ultimately it, it landed us at six and six. Well, we've talked about this before. Harson's confidence that he is the guy to fix the Auburn football program. And mm-hmm. that's, yeah. And, and I, I think, I think if you believe that, the urgency does need to be there because you can't go six and six again. You got eight home games. Right. You need to win all of them. You need to win all of them. I don't. I don't care who they are. You need to well undefeated at home next season. And if your way to do that is for you think you're the best play caller on your staff, you need to do it. You know your roster better than anyone else. You're the. You are the alpha dog. I am all for it. I am all for it. What I don't want to happen. And it probably won't have as much of an impact on this regime than it did the previous regime. But the okay. whole who's calling plays crap, I have no interest in going through that again. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. The whole merry-go-round of I'm calling plays, I'm not. I'm calling plays, I'm not. Hopefully, we're not going back to that. Um, you know, Harson has been a, a pretty good play caller. You're talking about the guy who was the third winningest active head coach in college football before he came to Auburn. He averaged 10 win seasons. You know, I don't, you know, I don't, football is football, man. I know it was the mountain West. Um, but at the end of the day, this guy knows football. And if he decides that he wants to do something his way and the best way to do that is for him to call plays, I'm on board. Right? Does that affect, does that affect who he goes and goes out and gets if he's going to be the play caller at the end of the day? There's going to be some people that won't come. Because they want to right. call plays. Yeah. And so this yeah, it's going to narrow your pull down. But if you're calling plays, like your 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 decision isn't as important. Then it's more of a can you craft a game plan with me kind of thing. The role drastically changes and what you want in that coach changes. So while it now, so while it cuts out does, some people, Mike G, I, I don't think it's super important. Right. But does that make somebody like Joe Brady a better fit then? Because that's was his situation at LSU. He was the passing game coordinator and somebody else was calling plays. But wouldn't he be like, wasn't the system of, hey, 
Brady, we, we need a we need a passing play. We, we want to pass it on this down. And then he like gave them one. Wasn't that it? Like he didn't actually call the plays, but he like supplied the plays. Yeah, I know he wasn't calling plays. I think yeah. Ensminger was calling plays, if if I recall yeah. correctly. Um, but he was designing mm-hmm. things and he had plays prepared for certain scenarios and he was really good at it so oh they did yeah. everything right that year yeah absolutely yeah right so like I, I i that might that might end up making somebody like him a, a pretty good fit yeah. for harson if he's going to call plays so like i said he's just got to go out and he's got to get the right guy he knows what that means in his system right and he's got to be the one that makes that decision not anybody else yeah you're right you're absolutely right it's a war poor wednesday here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action this bowl season. Auburn, a two and a half point favorite in the game that we're about to talk about in our final segment against Houston in the Birmingham Bowl. Honestly surprised. Um, I thought Houston would be favored by a few points, but no, I was off by that on that one. And that is okay. But yeah, Bet on any game that you want. They've got a lot of awesome um, lines. You can bet the money line. You can bet the spread, whatever you want to do. Bet online where the game starts. Also, our friends at Built Bar. Uh, I got an email from Built Bar this morning saying they had a new flavor out, and I've never gone to a website to order something so quickly. But they have released a limited-time flavor of Caramel Macchiato, and I was all about that. So uh, head over to Built.com. Check out all of their awesome limited-edition flavors or limited-time flavors, rather, throughout this holiday season. And also a great gift if you know somebody's got a New Year's resolution to kind of get more fit and healthy in the new year. Built is the way to go. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That is Built.com. Final few minutes here on this War Report Wednesday. Gentlemen, I mentioned it. Um, would love y'all's uh, thoughts and response to um, Auburn being placed in the Birmingham Bowl against Houston. Talked about it earlier this week on the show. I think it's a tough draw for Brian Harson and company um, being 6-6. Six and six, This being a game that you really, really need to win to kind of keep the fan base energized and excited. Houston's a good football team, and I think this is going to be a tough game for them. Well, I think that's the type of – this is the type of opponent you wanted to be playing at the end of the season anyway. And I think Auburn is fortunate to be able to draw an opponent like that, considering how the season ended. So I, I look at it as a great challenge, but I'm just I'm just wondering who's going to show up for the game. We got a lot of people who got dinged up yeah. uh, down the stretch. We heard that Brahms is going to be out. He had surgery. Um, positive news about Finley. Uh, but you're just wondering, who are we going to go into battle with? And I think that's the, that's the question I'm wondering uh-huh. uh, with our linebacking core. Our secondary, we got some question marks. And so as the weeks go on, I think we'll have a good idea as to who the coaching staff is going to play. But I do want to see some youth, man. I, I think our future is now. I want to see some guys that coaches have raved about, but we didn't get a chance to actually see them play. Right. I want to see those guys get out there and get some burn and show what they can do. So, uh, you know, you want to win the game, but I also want to see see some guys that we can get excited about going into the spring as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, guys that are going to the NFL, we already know Zacoby. Like, is Zacoby going to play? Roger McCreary, Smoke Monday. Like, are those, are those guys going to play? Like, probably not. Maybe Smoke. Maybe. Maybe yeah. Smoke. Maybe, but yeah. it's like, what else is he going to get? I mean, 
Everybody McCreary had their, is already McCreary has proven everything he needs to prove. On yeah, film. Like, but but most of these defensive guys, I mean, a lot of the guys yeah. that are kind of borderline, like TD Moultrie and and Colby Wooden and, and Derek Hall, these guys all ended the season with their best performance of the year. So it's like, what else are you going to do? Why, you know, go out on a high point against the most talented team that you're going to play this season. And so it's like, I don't know why. why why would you, unless you just, you know, you want to go out with your team? And obviously that's an important thing. But Mike G, what are your thoughts? I think this was a really good draw for Auburn. Okay. Uh, I think this was a chance to beat a respected opponent. Yeah. Get your, you know, end the season on a high note. Beating somebody that you can say matters after you beat them, if you beat them. That uh, This is an 11-2 and two Houston team that they're going up against. Um, now, Birmingham is a very short trip up the road, so I know it's not an exciting prospect for a lot of the players, but being able to get your team up for this game, uh, get them motivated, get them ready. Uh, there's a lot of guys who have things to prove in this in this in this one. Yeah. So uh, if you're TJ Finley, this is your third start as the starting quarterback at Auburn University. And if you can go out there and have a good game, you can change the narrative a little bit going into the spring about whether you can be the guy or not. And Houston's uh, defense appears to be giving up yards. So there's mm-hmm, opportunity right. for, uh, for Finley to do something. Right. Yeah. And, and outside of Finley, uh, we may see, I asked Harson this about uh, some, do we see some red freshmen who we know cannot burn eligibility? Mm-hmm. Is there a chance now? TJ's coming off an injury. I'll be interested to see if Grant Loy is actually the backup for this one, or is it all now? All we got left is D. Davis. Really? Why wouldn't Grant Loy be the backup? <sighs> He's been the backup to Finley all season. Why, why wouldn't he be? Yeah, now? yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I just, I, I just don't know why you're investing anything. In I mean, Loy it'd be fun, point, man. It'd be exciting. Yeah. Um, but why? Wouldn't why would it, would it be? Would it be slow torture? <laughs> What, D- Davis being the backup? If Davis got a chance? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I that assume that's what you're alluding to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, there's nothing about Grant Lloyd that excites me. Other than uh, his hair. He's got great hair. Yeah, yeah okay. no, I get that. So I get that. But yeah, um, like, why would they change it, it at this point is, is my question. Right. So if he if he's, if he's uh, you know, because, it, because it's a bowl game and, you know, logic be damned, right? And just get something on tape going into the spring for a lot of these guys again. Uh, do we see with Zacoby probably not playing? Do we see the redshirt freshman Dylan Brooks? Mm. Um, do we see a little bit of Lee Hunter in this one? Mm. Uh, you know, on defense, there are a few guys that might get a chance to shine in this one. So I'll be interested to see uh, what kind of tactic he takes here. Uh, but a win is a huge positive going in to the yeah. spring. No, into, it'd be great. To, to winter workouts. Yeah, so uh, I think this is a good draw for them. I think it's a chance to actually prove something in what is not a very exciting bowl game, uh, honestly. Houston yeah. got the short end of the stick, man. They got a they got a bowl game. Yeah, they had a great season. <laughs> they got to go yeah. to Birmingham. Oh man, listen, that's good that's, for the Birmingham bowl, that's, though. That's uh, that's why you go to a better conference yep. if you're Houston. Yep. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah, to see it, gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for your time as always. How can people check out the War Report? Oh man, mm-hmm. go check us out on YouTube on the YouTube's. Uh, the we YouTube got a machine. Lot of exciting stuff. 
Yeah, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming this offseason. So, uh, again, our Watch the Film segment will be expanding in the offseason. Uh, we're going to be giving away things. Uh, we're adding new segments all the time. Subscribe on YouTube. Become an insider for even more chances uh, to gain access to that content and win drawings to games and win T-shirts and hats and all kinds of gear. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much. As always, we'll talk again next week. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.